Welcome to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor and Professor T. Love. And tonight we are going to talk about dating broke people. (laughs) Oh, wow. Really, it is, we can call it that, or you can call it dating, rich dating with a poor mindset. You know, um, we have, you know, there's a Matt article from Standard Media that says here, here is why it's unforgivable to date a broke man. But I feel that this article can apply to both men and women, okay, that are not financially sound. Now, when I say financially sound, do I mean that they are making, you know, 20000 no. Ninety or two hundred thousand dollars a year or a million dollars a year. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm really talking about a mindset that goes with it. But we're going to start with the basics. If you have a job, you have your little apartment or you have an apartment, you have a car, you're saving your money, you got a few dollars. Let's say you just, you know, you're making it through, and you have at least maybe five or six thousand dollars. We are just going to go with that number, okay? Can you date someone who doesn't have a job, doesn't have a car, or does have a car and has no insurance, is not registered, or they don't have a job? They are not work. They don't have anything going for them. They're going to school and they're doing anything. The so they just thing, sitting around. Well, they get up every day and they get dressed. <laughs> Like they got a job, right. their job is being gainfully unemployed. Mm. And a lot of times, people who are gainfully unemployed look, they can look very good. They can have old clothes that could be outdated or whatever, but they will take care of those clothes and they will make themselves look good. They're usually fairly groomed, they look decent. They don't look like, you know, they're totally, totally broke. But whether it's men, and women are the same way too. Women will doll themselves up because you gotta remember, a, a totally person who is financially unstable, guess what they'll do? One of the tricks they do to make themselves look good, to give you the illusion that they're trying to be about something, is they'll borrow clothes. They'll borrow a shirt, they'll borrow shoes, they'll borrow sneakers, they'll buy jeans, borrow something from friends. Wow. They got homeboys or something and they'll borrow that, you know, give it back. Or maybe their friend is giving away clothes, you know. Mm-hmm. And nowadays people are giving away a lot of nice looking clothes. Yeah, they are. Go to the thrift shop. You can go to the thrift yeah. shop. You can go whatever, right? Right. There's a lot of places. So guess what they'll do? They're gainfully unemployed. And gainfully unemployed meaning in order to do that. You got to look like you got some place to go. They may not get up at 9 o'clock. But guess what? They will get up and they'll go out there and they'll do their thing. Their day may start at 2 o'clock. Their day may start at 5 o'clock. Right when you get off of work. Oh, wow. And Damn. you coming out of the train station. You come in out. Yeah, and they see you that. They're hanging in front of the store or they're walking to the store perpetually to get one beer one bag of potato chips or just to be walking around the block. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta remember they gotta they gotta find a play way to be seen. Right. So they gotta make their own scene. But when you get with them, guess what they ultimately do? Or eventually they will suck you dry. So even if you don't have a lot, and maybe you you know, you're one of these people who are not grateful because you have a job or you have your apartment or you have your car or you have your education. People are like, Oh, because most people they're never really grateful. And people say, Oh, I don't have enough money. I only have five thousand dollars savings in the bank. I only have this. I don't but guess what? When you get with somebody broke, they they glad you got that little five thousand dollars in the bank. And they're gonna do whatever they gotta do to help you use that five thousand dollars. What do you think about that? that My thing is it's like mm-hmm. how do they because I think it's important to let people know how do they target people. So how do they target people? How they target people is anything that it's like any predator. Mm-hmm. They 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 look at the person. A lot of times they target people when you don't give eye contact, you look down. Because that shows a certain amount of humility. Mm-hmm. A person with confidence holds their head up. Yeah. Okay. You won't really go after that. Or someone who appears to be shy or something like that. They start talking to them. And then, you know, they'll say hi every day. Or, you know, they may even buy your bag of potato chips if they see you in the store because they see you so much. You know, they may give you a flower. Mm-hmm. See you laughing. You know, a female may tell you how handsome you look. Or even if she don't, because sometimes women don't give men compliments, guess what? She wear the tightest dress she can find mm-hmm. with no underwear, especially if she got a banging ass body. Mm-hmm. Right? They know what to bring out on you. They watch your pattern. Wow, that sounds like a grifter. Grifters do that. Well, it is to a degree. Mm-hmm. It, it is to a degree. Because, but it also sounds like convicts in a jail. Because that's what convicts in the jail do. They study the guards. They'll study. They'll study the guards, and they'll um, study the guards, and they'll keep track of certain things, and they'll know if the guard is married, how to fight with their spouse. They're not getting none. They pay very close attention. That's why they always say sometimes correction officers are the worst ones. They do more criminal. They do more criminal activity than the, than the criminals they watch. Well, to some that's degree, that's what some people say. Yeah. that's what some say. I'm not gonna say yeah. everybody does. Not that. everybody, but, but you know, yeah. People get caught. What I'm saying is, if you have someone who has no job, they get to watch your behavior all day. They know you'll <laughs> And those convicts or those inmates will know those correction officers. Right. Because they watch them every day. Remember, yeah. the correction officers are only there for a certain amount of shifts, not unless they're a beast with the, the overtime or whatever. But they're there, what, eight to ten hours a day? Yeah. Those inmates are there all day. So it's the yeah. same thing. Somebody unemployed, they get to watch you every day. They get to study your pattern every day. You think they don't get to study your pattern? They get to study your pattern. Yeah. 
So basically, people like this, they study you. They see you. They probably been watching you coming back and forth. They know. They notice you. They know what time you come out. You understand? And like you say, time the way you, you come out. Yeah. Even if you go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Is that gym, has that happened day. to you? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I remember um, someone said that to me one time. Like it was, it was a couple of people. Um, uh-huh. I remember walking a dog, and I saw these group of ladies, and I see them walking the dog, their dog all the time. And the first thing they asked me was, "Oh, when when was the last time you went back at the gym?" I'm a, I never even saw them in the gym. I don't even know how they knew I was in the gym. Right. Then there was a couple. This other guy, he would see me every morning run with the dog down this one area, you know, because it was a nice straightaway. So he would see me do that. And he was like, "Yeah, I see you run every every day at about." 7 30 in the morning with your dog or whatever whatever and i'm like where are you now mind you i never see him before that i don't see him afterwards i'm right. in the afternoon yeah he sees me every morning do that really wow mm-hmm. he knows when i'm not doing it when i do do it he pays attention to all of that and now this is in a person who I know is attracted to me, but maybe he is. I don't know. Uh-huh. But I'm just saying, people watch you. So if you're broke and you see this person that you like, uh-huh. you're going to watch them. You're going to pay attention to them. Women do the same thing, too. Right. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know? Because remember that you, you gain if you with someone and you have nothing. Right. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. Right? So, and uh-huh. they'll know how, and sometimes they'll know how long you haven't been with anybody. They can tell a lot of things. When Who who you dated, they'll know who you dated, how many times you dated that person, uh-huh. when it ended, when it began, everything. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That happened to you? Yeah. Well, as far as people watch watching me, yeah, that happened to me. And when I was, <laughs> this was like, now this, mind you, this person was with somebody else, and she mm-hmm. was watching me because her plan while she was with that person was to get with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now this all happened on a ski trip. <laughs> okay, so when mm-hmm. she realized she couldn't get with me. She hooked me up with her friend. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, with, okay. Okay. But her mm-hmm. intentions, her ulterior motive was to get with me. Right. See? You know, we, we even have that what? Now social media. They make that a big thing when you hear women. Oh, this person got with that person. Right. And, and and I'm like, okay. Oh, but she must have been plotting for how we don't know that. I mean, it appears that way and maybe it is true. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, but, but, but but that's what happened. It's like people do watch you <laughs> and you'd be surprised, you know, people will scope you while they're with somebody else. 
Right, but also remember what people will also do is they'll investigate you. They'll ask around about you. Mm-hmm. You know, they may not even, they may do something slick. They may not ask about you directly, right? Mm-hmm. They'll be like, oh, like for me, oh, this is a nice, it's like a nice truck right here. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, that's so-and-so, she own it and she lay here and she do this and she... And that, and that person just blah, 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 tell all your business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what happens. Yeah. People tell all your business and you'll be like, damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you won't even know that they're giving this whole investigative reporting on you. Yeah. You know, so people will watch you, watch your behavior, mm-hmm. how you act, you know, who you running with. Mm-hmm. Um, and mind you, uh, now mind you, this the lady. Now when she, we was on a trip, on a trip, she was overly nice to me to a fault. And you know, we went bowling. You know, we had a good time. You know, mm-hmm. and even though she had, she had, she knew how to. One thing about her, she knew how to have a good time, and she had a little bit of money, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ended up getting with her broke fan, her friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, um, and uh, a friend was her friend was nice, but when I look back in hindsight, we 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 all we needed to be was friends. We didn't need to be no more than that. You know what I'm saying? Because really, um, she's she was fun to go out, have a good time, but that's about it. Not well, serious. that's see, but that's the thing when you date someone who has a poor mindset. Yeah, they don't really. That's the thing. They can't really contribute to your life. Mm-mm. Not just not financially, but they can't contribute mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Okay, because. Even like I said, let's say you just have the basics right now. You work, you know, you want to go to school. Let's say whatever your goal is, maybe you want to get an apartment. I mean, maybe you want to get a condo. Maybe you want to buy a house. Maybe you want to travel. Maybe you want to do those things. They're right. not gonna. That's not gonna be a priority for them. They they only are satisfied with what's right now, and they'll wind up hand. They'll be a handicap to you. Not only to start off with sucking you dry, but they'll handicap you. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you're dating a broke guy, mm-hmm. right? Let's say he live with his mama or live with his boy or something. Mm-hmm. Guess what he's gonna do? He's always gonna be at your house eating up your food. Mm-hmm. Right. Now some people get into this. Oh, well, if you got a man, or you got somebody, and they come over, you should feed them. I'm not saying that you shouldn't give them food, right? I'm not saying that you. Y'all shouldn't spend time or cook or whatever, whatever. But the point is, food still costs money. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's not like it's, you know, there's there's a totally free pantry. They just giving out food every single day. Mm-hmm. And even then, the time you have to spend to go there. So the point is, they're mm-hmm. not contributing to that. But mm-hmm. they're demanding or expecting that. And if you're on a budget because you were able to save whatever amount of money because you maintained a budget. Mm-hmm. You didn't spend so many dollars over, over, you know, over five hundred dollars a month, or even two months for food because it was just you. But now you got right. another five mouth to feed. Right. Mm-hmm. Same thing with a woman. Now yeah. let's say 
she's not buying groceries for you. Mm-hmm. But if she's at your house every weekend right. and you working, she could help you. She could help you clean up the house. Right. Okay. If she's there every weekend, she you you buy your regular food or you give her money to buy food. Mm-hmm. Right. She's still cooking. She's still eating. She should help you with other little things. Right. You don't have time to go to the laundry. She can go to the laundry for you. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if she don't once again not gainfully employed. Mm-hmm. So they're not contributing to you, and you they wind up becoming handicapped. Yeah. You know, that's, that also goes sometimes with the narrative you hear, you know, women want this high-value man or this alpha man. Now, when you talk about really high-value man, usually is an alpha man. That means he's usually, he's handling his, and it could be an alpha woman too, handling that business. Right. They make decisions, they make money, they're focused, they're driven, they take care of business those people want to be with someone that's going to invest not only in themselves right mm-hmm. you with an alpha person they'll invest in you so that you but you got to give them a reason to right mm-hmm. and even you know and if, if they invest in you and you don't do anything with it they're not going to stay around for that no. and invest means usually you're doing something to better yourself mm-hmm. you're going to school Right. You're trying to you're trying to learn about the stock market. Mm-hmm. Um, you try you want to open a business. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're working two jobs. You want to save up and buy a car, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. They see you doing something for yourself. That's mm-hmm. going to be the attraction. Right. Not saying that they wouldn't take care of you if they have the money. Mm-hmm. They're not saying that they won't do that because they would mm-hmm. do that. Right. Okay. But it's the same thing. You date. You date a broke man. What is he going to contribute to you? That's true. I mean, there are, there's some some men that stay at home now. Let's not get that twisted. There's some men they kept. Yeah. But they do their part. Right. They do their part. If she's out all day, then he's cooking, cleaning, taking care. If they got kids together, or if she got a kid. You know, but the problem is sometimes women, and we've seen these, unfortunately, we've seen these very unfortunate cases. You have a woman, she's going to work, she's trying to go to work, she gets with this guy, he's uh, not really doing anything, so she thinks, oh, I can leave him home with my my kid, or he'll volunteer, I watch the kids, Yeah, and he gets to stay home, but then sometimes... Unfortunately, in some cases, it goes bad, and they hurt the kid or the yeah. kid dies or whatever. Yeah, Those I've are the extreme cases, yeah. you know. But that's because she needed babysitting. Right. <laughs> She's trying to improve her life, mm-hmm. but what is he doing? Yeah. And then he's not dead doesn't care. Him. He really doesn't care about the kids, though. No, because his ultimate thing is to have a place to stay. Right. That's the goal. You don't really give a shit. No. You know, but then there's some that they say they don't do anything with kids, but they're not really trying to be in a relationship with her like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they 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 homosexual. And wow. Homosexual is someone that stays with somebody because they need housing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, you, you got a lot of that need, today. Yeah. You especially you during it. COVID. Mm-hmm. You got even you got, more. 
you got people that moving with someone. Oh, well, I got a small, I got a small place. She got a bigger place. I'm moving with her. Mm-hmm. That's right. Same thing. Women do the same thing. So they're not really contributing to your, themselves or to you. Well, so that's where the difficulty comes. Now, remember we were talking about um. We, we did a show about fuckboys. So, mm-hmm. would you say a broke guy could be a fuckboy? He could be a fuckboy, but the difference with a fuckboy is, see, a broke dude will try and give you the impression. And isn't usually that self-directed and self-centered. See, a fuckboy don't give a fuck about anybody's feelings. I don't care about her feelings. His feelings. I don't care about nobody's feelings. I'm focusing on totally my needs. But a broke guy, he may try. Mm-hmm. You know, he may not really have the motivation. But it's not, I, I think a, a broke, a fuckboy could be more, a fuckboy could be a broke guy, but I don't know if a broke guy could be a fuckboy. Well, they were saying, I was looking at this thing here, and they were saying that, mm-hmm. um, I guess from this person's opinion, that's, that the sex is always on point. Well, now yeah. I don't know if there's evidence to back that up, but because they are weak financially, they make it up with their sexual prowess. No, well, the evidence is obvious. Look at a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. A lot of very wealthy women who dated men that made significantly less than them. Mm-hmm. How do you think they got to stay there? They didn't contribute anything. Right. Except some Well, their job is sex. (laughs) That's That's their job. Well, that's why. That's what they contribute. And that's why if you broke, it's usually on point. It is very rare you will find a broke dude or a fuck boy and his sex game is off unless he has a medical issue which kicked him off of his sex game but if he don't have no medical issue diabetes (laughs) or something like that that causes erectile dysfunction Uh no he's gonna be on point on point on point on point and her too Okay. Her body gonna be her body gonna be tight. She yeah. gonna know what to wear. She gonna she gonna look good. Everything. Uh-huh. That's when you see you like wow. Look at her body. It look, look damn near perfect. Yeah. Okay. She can do every trick in the book. That's right. Backflips. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Bending over, like swinging from the chandeliers. Of course, it's gonna be perfect. Cause what else is your? What else are you? What else, what other skills do you have? You don't have any other skills. Your good, your skill is looking good or being entertainment. Right, being entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the problem with that is they're going to drain you dry mm-hmm. financially. You wind up being drained dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were saying that one of the things that could be there, that their sex is on point, you know, so. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
it because that's almost like the most people who are usually good lovers or who who let their inhibitions go and the sex is usually like off the chain because they let their inhibitions go yes are usually people who are ex-con addicts um you know sex workers sometimes and people who are broke mm-hmm. because what do you have to lose if if you are ex-con you you were already around you you're a man you're already around you 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 in the shower there's a whole bunch of negative people around there so what are you <laughs> gonna have inhibition for Wow! So you get one. <laughs> you finally get out. You get a woman or something. Or same thing with woman. You coming out of a female jail? How you gonna have some inhibition for what? You done seen the worst of the worst while you are in there. That's true. Some of the experiences they have. So you know you you tasting freedom. So you gonna you gonna get this person you attracted to, and you gonna just you gonna gobble them up like this like they a hot cherry pie that just came out the oven. So some nice peach cobbler. Yeah. You're going to take your time to, or you're going to devour it. You're going to take your time one day. Say, what, what do you have to be ashamed? You have nothing else to be ashamed of. That's true. Same thing with an addict. Someone who's an ex-addict or something. Like, what do you have to lose? There probably was a time you did whatever you had to do to get a hit. So you're going to have an inhibition or you're going to be afraid to do something little special or kinky in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's true. <laughs> Think about it. It's, it's when you, because who can judge you if you if you've experienced any one of those things? Who can judge you? You can't judge someone who's already been in prison or something, or jail or something. Why? Because they've already they've already been judged. They've already been judged. So what you say can't phase them? Yeah, that's true. An addict too. They've already been judged. You know, think people want to talk about them. Mm-hmm. So, what are you going to say that's worse? Right. That's true. How are you going to shame uh, right. them? Because it's like, if you've been in <laughs> hell, what's worse than hell? Than hell. Exactly. <laughs> so there's nothing you can do to shame them. Right. That's true. Nothing that's you can do. Good point. That's a good point. That's right. <laughs> nothing more that you can shame them about because they've already been there no. so it's time to now but that's when you know it's time to come up because I figure if you once you've been down it's time to come back come back up but right. do people come yeah. back up well when we were talking about the sexual part right right a lot of times those people who have been in hell they'll try to do what they can to come up mm-hmm. you know some have setbacks some don't Right. But if you're just a broke ass, right? right. You just broke ass, and you ain't doing shit else. Mm-hmm. You know, you you gotta find a way to stay relevant. Yeah, that's true. Okay. And you stay know. relevant to whoever it is. Right. <laughs> you're trying to stay relevant too. Right, because the other the other people who may have gone through hell or whatever, guess what? Now they they have conviction. Some of them obtain conviction. They they know their mistakes. They don't want to go down that road nowhere. So they try to make a difference. Right. Right. But if you broke, you don't have you you have half baked thoughts, half baked con- convictions. You don't really care about nobody except yourself. 
Right. It's all right. about you. That's right. Ain't nothing going on but the rent. Right. <laughs> like yeah, but they're going to make sure you can pay the rent. Right. <laughs> well, one thing, they do have a plan. Now, they're not going to get with somebody that can't pay the rent. Well, you know what it is? They're not going to stay. Right. Because you also got to remember, they're like a leech. Yes. They're going to suck you dry, and they're going to get everything out. But they're not going to help you with the come up. Even if they, even if they're in a relationship, they mess up your opportunities. That's what I'm saying. It's a mindset. Yes. It is a mindset. When you deal with, when you deal with a broke, broke person. And they have a poor mind, a truly poor mindset. They have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. So even if, even if you're helping them and you're, they're staying with you, you're helping them, you're getting them together, you're doing things for them to help improve their life. They don't have a problem tearing up your life. Yeah. And when I say tearing your life up, I'm talking about they don't have a problem with cursing you out humiliating you you know causing a scene at your job where you could lose your job right tearing up your stuff whether it's your apartment your car or whatever because tearing up your physical messing up your mental and all those things will affect your money mm-hmm. that's right how you want to work Woo! are you kidding me you're right it does affect your money right so it's one thing, once again, it's one thing to be broke or down on your luck, but it depends on what your mindset is. If you got a poor man's mindset or if you got a rich man's mindset. Okay? Because you if you got a poor man mindset, you're gonna tear up everybody's stuff, even the person that's supporting you. Yeah. Because that's that's fueled by envy and jealousy. Yes. You're envious and you're jealous of what I have. Right. And you don't care if I'm broke too. Yeah, that's right. You don't care, and you you won't take no responsibility for your actions. Mm-hmm. I Meaning, before you get in my life, I'm doing fine. Here now, I'm struggling. I can't pay my bills. You always need money. You need this. this. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it happens. Yeah. That's why sex, having a, a a hot sex game, a good sex game, is very important. That shit is mandatory. You got to be on point. Your pussy game, your dick game got to be on pit on it. Otherwise, how are you gonna survive? You can't survive. Yeah. You, you gonna be a you you can't be a guy and, and you can't pitch a full ten. And you can't be a woman and and, and your vagina about as big as a Holland tunnel. Well and dry as a Sarah Holland. Uh, well, I'm glad you said dry. <laughs> Because it could be big as the Holland Teller, but it could be dry. <laughs> dry. Yeah. <laughs> dry. Right, the... and it can't. It dries what? The Sahara Desert, right? Yeah, that's right. Because, okay. you know what I'm saying? It's an ice skating ring. Can't right. be smooth with no rigid, no nothing going on with it. You feel right. what I'm saying? You know right. what I mean? And you definitely can't have no. You, you definitely can't have breasts that's running, running to the border either. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? Some people, their game is so sloppy with that. that They're they not even trying to, you know, to upkeep that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. how are you going to do that? Yeah. They ain't hardly trying to do no exercises. They're not trying to do no 
<laughs> you know, keep keep your breasts from running to the next border <laughs> or to the Holland Tunnel. <laughs> Yep. Each each one each one of your titties. Go, I'm gonna get there first. No, I'm gonna get there no, first. No, no, no. I'll beat get... you. <laughs> right. Because being being financially unstable is not necessarily a crime. What's a crime is if you don't do nothing about it. Right. Because you crime. should be able to sustain yourself at a minimum. Mm-hmm. You should not be. Having your mama, your grandmama, your auntie, mm-hmm. your homeboy, no, your girl, your man, you should, at a minimum, be able to sustain your basic life. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. At a minimum. Man or woman. If you can't do that, then you're more broke. And you, you have more of a p- poor mindset because you're not trying to do anything to change that. Mm-hmm. And you need to change that. And that's where the problem comes because people be like, oh, don't marry nobody, ain't got no money. And then when you, you when people say that, right, then if a woman says, I ain't going to be with nobody, ain't got no money, then automatically she's labeled as a gold digger. Right. But women in, inherently, whenever it comes to being in a relationship, always want to move up. They want to always improve. Usually, not all women. Let's not say all women because there's some that don't. But... And then when you get with a partner, you want to, both of y'all want to move up. Mm-hmm. That's that's usually the goal. You want to get to the next level. Because mm-hmm. if that's y'all right. both are not moving up together, then what's the sense of being together? That's true. <laughs> and I'm sense? sure when, when, you know, when Beyonce got with Jay-Z, you understand, Mm-mm. she wasn't going to get with somebody that wasn't moving in no no kind of direction. No. Mm-mm. You know, no. they're both moving together. You know what I mean? And even they, further. Even further. That's right. And you're not trying to get on no gravy train where y'all not moving together. I agree with exactly. that. Exactly. Yep. Okay. That doesn't necessarily mean you're golden because you just want to go up to the nut another right. level. No. Now gold be clear. To me, right. More of a gold digger is if you you don't have nothing and you want to be in a, a billion dollar home and you don't know nothing about managing a billion dollar home. Right, that's different, you know. But all those things have to have prices to pay with it. Right, and people don't look at that. Like a lot of right. people just don't look at that. They don't they don't think about it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing with a guy. You know, a man could be a gold digger too. Even if, even if the girl, you know, even the person he's going after, if she just got an apartment, savings, or something, and you're not contributing, you're a gold digger too. Not only you, you a hoe and a gold digger. Because a, a man who cannot contribute, he's a worthless man for you. Anybody, male, right. they they should be able to contribute something to right. the relationship. Right. Just like you contribute to to the relationship, but it also benefits them, they should be able to contribute right. and benefit you. Right. It should be fair exchange, no rob- robbery. I like that. Say that again. It should be fair exchange, no robbery. All right. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, 
in relationship, people will say, oh, I want it to be 50-50. It'll never be 50-50. Nah. It will never, never be 50-50. No. Okay, that's first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But there'll be times each person will take their turn. Like one person may give 100% a day, mm-hmm. and that person, other person gives zero, or one person, and, it, and it'll reverse the next day, or it'll be 10 and 20 or whatever it is. Whatever the number is, 10, 10 here, 90 there. Right. It'd be 2, 2%, whatever the number is. But the lack of contribution is where the problems come in. You know, yeah. that's where the stress factor is. And it's usually a stress factor for the one who is more financially sound and trying to do more. Okay? Because any, anybody who, who can't con, um, contribute is, is going to be a problem. Now that you know, there's also all. Oh, well, can you date or be with someone who's financially unstable? Now that you know, or can you love someone who's financially unstable? You, I'm, you can love them, but right. will it last? Is the question. Right. Okay. And once again, I think that depends on that person who does not have the finances. See, because some people may not have as much money as you, but they're not going to take from you. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay? They're not going to, they're going to contribute in other kinds of ways that could assist you. Now, if they don't have as much money as you and they ain't doing nothing and you still got to cook, clean, do everything, then no, that's not going to be a problem. That's going to be a stress. That's going to that's gonna lead to, to more and greater problems. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can lead to you know. problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's really, ultimately, it comes back to the mindset. Mm-hmm. If he's trying to improve or, or he is, I don't want to say trying, he is making efforts, getting a job, going to school, things like that. That's important. But it is, but... Let's let's not throw anything off the table. The most important thing on why a lot of men who are pissed poor broke get to be with women is because their sex game is on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of and that's why a lot of people will put up with a lot of bullshit more than they thought. Nobody ever wants to admit that. Nobody wants to say, oh, I stayed for the sex. <laughs> yeah, nobody will admit that. <laughs> yeah, nobody no. will say, oh, well, the sex was so good. I, I could leave, you know. But, I mean, we all know the story. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, get out, get out. <laughs> yeah, y'all screaming. Get screaming, get yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that. And then five minutes later, you oh, baby, oh, baby. Okay, you know what? Just try a little harder. <laughs> you want to see with you? Oh, come on. Let's, let's. She said, come on. Let's, come on. Like, let's, yeah, come on. Come on. Yeah, come, come on. on. Let's just call it what it is, okay? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that know, is true. Because so nobody women. is yeah. going to admit, oh, yeah, the sex is off the, ch- you know, off the chain. You know, yeah, but listen. I I have no shame in my game. I've said I've said, I've played. I've paid for plenty of dick in my day. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and I'm not talking about a regular transaction. I'm talking about being with somebody broke. Thought mm-hmm. it was gonna work out. It didn't. 
and they stay a little longer. So to mm-hmm. me, you wind up paying for it anyway, in, yeah, in you some do. form of fashion. I pay, I paid for it. Yeah. Okay. So they say whatever, you right. know. And let me tell you, it was a lot easier to get them out of my life once that dick was not doing what it was supposed to do. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? Broke down dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, malfunctioning. Yeah, and and you that's know, true. Because when because when when people's stuff ain't functioning, it is is you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Let's be real. It's easy to get them get them out your life. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it but also depending on how much they're like stressing you. Yeah. Even if it is on point, after right. a while you just you're like you know, nah. That's, nah. Yeah. That's okay. Because that's when you call it the devil dick. I say that's the devil dick right there. Because you know you need to get rid of it anyway. But yeah, times you know sometimes when you're really fed up, yeah. you just be like, no. Yeah. They could be on you, and you be staring at. Are you finished? Oh, okay. Yeah. When are you leaving? Yeah. That's true. And they and they know. They let me tell you, guys know, yeah, and women do. know. They yeah. know when their time is coming up. Yeah. They do. Honey, they do. Mm-hmm. And if they really have no place to go, then guess what's the next step they do? Guess. What? Go to somebody They want to get married. No, they want to get married. Yeah. Like, if they, if you're a good person, they don't want to leave you. Because they know other people out there more trifling. Mm-hmm. That's what they, they want to marry you, and they want you to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's how they anchor themselves in your relationship. Yeah. Well, at least they give you that impression they want to anchor themselves with you. No, they yeah. do want to anchor. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't give a shit if you don't like them no more. Mm. But they'll mess up any future relationships you can have. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. They want to anchor because mm-hmm. they know you are the cash flow. You are the cash cow. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know what I mean. So how, why would, why, I know I'm fucked up. I, and this is their mindset. I know I ain't shit. I know I don't make no money. I know I ain't planning to work. But she took care of me. She did this and she did that. And they know they go to other women. They gonna anchor as much as they can on you. Now mind you, doesn't mean that they're not gonna be out there doing their thing with someone else. But they're gonna anchor. And if they can't find nobody else, they're gonna anchor. And they're gonna wanna get married. Or they're gonna wanna have a baby. Because they know that if because of your morality and your mindset See, because person with rich mindset I'm not saying they don't cheat I'm not saying that they don't have uh, other people in their life but what they're gonna do then they don't have time for all that bed hopping they don't get their freak on but they're not gonna have time for all that bed hopping Right. They're not going to be sleeping with this one, sleeping with that one, doing this and doing that. They're not going to do all that because they're trying to make paper. And the more yeah. money you're trying to pay, the more you don't want no problems when it comes to the bedroom issue. Yeah, that's true. You you don't want no drama and you don't want no problems. Right. That's so true. that's why that person, whoever that, that broke person is, or the poor mindset, they're going to want to anchor because they don't know else. They don't want to do the work. One, they may not want to do the work to really keep you, but they don't know what else. They don't know how else to keep you. So if I get you pregnant or if we get married, they right. know your morality is not going to let them suffer. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's technically like buying a lifeline. Yes. 
that, yeah, you buying a life. I got you on. A, I got you on a ventilator. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. That's basically I, what it is. Yeah. So they get to breathe while you basically puffing air through a ventilator. Right, but they're gonna find some way to keep sucking blood out of you. Yeah. Exactly. Because they don't want no one else to come along and take that spot. Because trust me, they know other people are eyeing you, and that's why they argue with you. Because yeah. someone who is doing their little thing like that, that's why they argue with you, and you can see the change in a person's demeanor, mm-hmm. their appearance. They don't yes. take care of themselves because you're stressed. Right. You got this crazy dude, or you got this crazy woman. You you ain't gonna look the same. You may gain weight. You gonna look. You gonna look a hundred years older. Right. Look like dealing shit. with someone like that. <laughs> In uh-huh. other words, mm. exactly. Mm. Yeah. And they gonna be looking good, like a brand new baby. Yep. Like because they, they didn't like, suck them. Like, yeah, like like they just put on Johnson Johnson baby oil. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Sparkling. But they, that's because they done sucked the life out of you. Yeah, that's true. They have sucked the life out of you. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they sucked the life out of you. Yep. Yep. They sucked they suck the life out of you. So, and there are people you know. walking around on ventilation systems. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you be like, oh, are you okay? You, you, mm-hmm. They're like, no, I'm all right. And you're looking at them yeah. like, no, you're not. <laughs> You know what I mean? It look like yeah. you dying. Mm-hmm. And remember, they they wind up destroying your finances. Yes, they could destroy your credit. Yes, De- um, decimate. You know, right? They definitely add bills to your life. Yes. You know, you have a car. They can tear up your car. You have an mm-hmm. apartment. They tear up your apartment. Or they can tear up your home. Mm-hmm. Right. Or they're irresponsible. Um. Yeah, they're just irresponsible with their finances. You know. What? Not the, not with their finance, with yours. Yeah, because they remember they cause so much havoc in your life. Right now, remember they're staying with you, or they're living with you, or they're dating you, and you're the financier. So what they're really doing is they're causing disaster in yours. Because right. guess what? You're lending them money. They don't tore up your car. They don't have the money to repair it. Okay. Right. You may help them with credit card bills, help them with insurance, help right. them with housing, help them with tickets. That's destruction on yours because that's not a bill that you normally would have. Right. You wouldn't normally have that bill? No. If you never if, if you, you were by yourself, car, no. Definitely. Exactly. You 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 didn't have that problem, but the minute they come in your life, now you got all these the light bill is higher. Let's right. say your that's true. light bill was Normally $150. They ain't like that shit. is like damn near $500 a month. Yeah. Or you're going shopping more. You're going to the supermarket. Eating up everything. Exactly. You know. Yeah. They drive your car. They keep it on E. Now, mind you, you fill it up. But every time you get in the car, it's E. (laughs) So that's what I'm saying. They destroying your finances. Yeah. And that's that's where the disaster point comes in, because when you deal with someone with that mentality, that's when you have the drama. Yeah. See, I remember there was a time guys would be like, oh, you know, women don't know how to act. They come to your job causing the scene. No, you got the woman with the wrong mindset because the woman with the right mindset not going to come down there and screw up your job. I don't care what you did. 
she may blow up your cell phone, but right. she's not going to physically come down there and cause a scene. Mm-hmm. Okay, where you lose your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor mindset does not care what they destroy. That's right. yours. They don't care. So it's going to end in disaster. Mm-hmm. Not only will it end in, in financial disaster, but emotional disaster. Yeah. So you're going to be you're going to be torn on different levels. It could even tear you up spiritually. Yeah. Because when you deal with someone who has a poor mindset or is destructive like that, hood mentality, right? Um, or ghetto. I think it's ghetto more, but not as opposed to hood. But you have this ghetto mentality, right? You're not trying to get no paper. You, you, the person who is the financier, no matter what level you are on, you're, you're more destroyed. You have a lot of pieces to put back together. Yeah. Mentally, emotionally, psychologically, even physically. Yeah. Like I said, you were looking good before. Now you look, you're looking like you know you you need to be in a home homeless shelter. Right. That's true. And we have to be very wary about that. You know, we're talking about these things because these are these. This is real, and I believe in you keeping your peace of mind and keeping your bank account. So yeah, if anybody out there is feeling like they're in that type of situation, y'all need to like wrap that up because there's nothing to be gained in the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they'll never be what you need them to be. That's right. They'll never, they don't intend never... to. Let's put it that way. Right. They they may not they may not know they may not intend to, but half the time they may not even know how to. Or yeah. Mm-hmm. They may not even know how to. Yeah. So they'll never step up. You know, they'll talk around. They'll give you a bunch of half-assed things. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I went there and never do it. They can never, if, if, if you're a woman seeking a man, they'll never step up to the level that you want. And if you're a woman seeking a woman, same thing. They'll never yeah. step up to what you need. Man seeking a man. Never step up to what you need. Never. That's right. Okay, because it's not in their mindset. Right. Okay. They'll do a lot of, you know, because they don't have no motivation. Their right. motivation is just getting your money, and they've already got it the minute they hook you. The yep. minute they lay that pipe or that vagina on you, they've hooked you. Yep. And to solidify that, they either give you a ring or they give you a baby. Wow, it's deep. It's, it's, but it's, it's very true, and people don't, you don't realize that. You know, you say, "Oh, I love him, I love him," and, I, and what makes a lot of people stay there? What makes a lot of people stay there is because, like I say, nobody wants to be real with it. The sex is good. <laughs> it's good. They know what to do because remember, they um, want to. They want to keep you there. So that's pretty much it. But we're gonna. I'm gonna put this all in a nutshell. Okay. When you date someone broke, you have to be prepared, and you have to look at their mindset. That's what's important. Looking at the mindset. 
do they have the mindset of a poor person or a rich person? Meaning, are they motivated? Do they have motivation? Do they at least show effort? They go out, they look for a job, or are they happy sitting on the couch eating um, popcorn and wait for you to get home? <laughs> And asking you, did you renew your Netflix uh, <laughs> membership? Mind you, didn't ask me what did I have a good day. Did you renew the right. Netflix account? <laughs> right. Well, they start complaining to you. Oh, you come in from work and they're like, "There's no food." That's not gonna work. Oh, they will never be what you need them to be. If you're moving places, going places, they will never be what you need them to be. So if you need them to be supportive and understanding, they don't know how to be that. Because you got to remember, they can't be supporting and understanding of somebody else because they've come to you for financial support. Okay? So that's why it has to be a fair exchange, no robbery. Right. I love that. A fair exchange. Fair exchange, no robbery. No robbery. Love that. Wow. Mm-hmm. I like understand. that. Understand. Another thing is understand that this will this will hinder you financially. Okay. That's this right. will handicap whatever dreams. If you want to keep them, you know, because I can't tell nobody not to keep somebody. You know, you have to, but you got to understand what you what you're taking on. You're taking on. It's like you're taking on a big kid. You're taking on a kid, a child. But they're an adult. That's right. And you you may not be able to control them. You can try, but then sometimes trying to control them can lead to disastrous things. You know, sometimes even violence. That's right. Okay, because there's a lot of, what happens is a lot of domestic violence situations sometimes happen when there's one person who's making all the money and the other person just laying back on them. You know, a lot of women, some in some cases, some women, they have to leave their kids with this person because they can't afford a babysitter. But see, that's where the problems come in because that person yeah. may not be a good father figure, may right. not know how to take it. It can be abusive. There's been cases of that. Yeah. So you have to be wary. Yeah. It's always too late. Because I've been right. hearing those horror stories where these, the children are killed because right. of so that, that relationship they have with that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Killed or abused. Or abused, yeah. Right. So that's why it's important for you, the individual, the single mom, a single dad, you have to build your support system. Find ways that you can have someone to babysit your kid safely. You know, don't keep that person. I don't care how desperate you are. You don't keep that person around. But sometimes some women, some people, they don't have nobody. So they think, oh, it'll be, my baby will be safe. They wind up getting hurt. Yeah. You know, and remember, they're lazy. They're not going to step up to be who you are. And a lot of times they are full of themselves. They have, they serve no real purpose. Because the main purpose they'll serve is a good sex game. Yeah. That's right. Okay. And I'm going to say this to you. If you're going to do all that crap, all that crap in it, they better be putting a smile on your face after sex like you thought you saw Jesus or somebody. 
Because if you not, if you are not happy and you not running through the tulips, acting like Julie, what was, what was the lady used to be singing in the in the in the cornfield, swinging and singing and everything? Or if you're not well, like Julie Andrews, her, sound of yes, music. Yes, Julie Andrews. Yes, if you're not in the sound of music or at the end of the color purple, where they're running through, <laughs> seeing each other, then guess what? You need to get rid of it. You need the to get rid of them. Are alive exactly. If you're not, sound if you, exactly. If you're not singing like that, uh-huh. then you need to get rid of them. Okay? If you're going to do all of this financial hard, then work hard, you, listen, right. you better be happy. That's I my, agree. That's my take on it. That's okay? Right. You want to stay? I can't tell you to leave. That's but right. you better be start. You better be like, oh, I miss you. Yes, I love you. You better be doing that uh-huh. because it ain't worth it. It is not worth it to endure all of that and you miserable in the bedroom. Right. All right. Because you need to have something to say for it. Yes. Okay? All right. So, Professor, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, if you're not running in the fields like Julie Andrews, <laughs> that's right. You need to get out. Tell them uh-huh. to get out of your fields. <laughs> uh-huh. Either that or jump in jumping around and speaking in tongues like they do on service. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, so Professor, we gonna wrap up, but tell people where they can reach you. You can reach me on my phone. You can text me, which is um, 646-543-6239. You can also re- reach me at the professor at love, sex, and relationships. Dot com. You can reach me on Instagram as P.O.B. Professor and Facebook as the Professor Pearls of Black. And right now, that's the, those are the ones I just want to give out because I'm working on changing other stuff around, doing some All right. uh, rebranding. So Good. those are the main ones. Yes. So, and they can also reach this podcast on Red Circle. Yes. Yes. As well as this lovely station, A Bowl of Soul on the Live 365. That's right. Make sure you catch up with Love, Sex, and Relationships or Love, Sex, Relationships with the Professor at 10 p.m. on Wednesdays on the A Bowl of Soul, a mixed stew of soul music radio network. And I want to thank all the people that's been listening to the show at that time. We've been having a lot of people tuning in. All across the United States and in the world, listening to the show, getting their lovely counseling and relationship tips from the professor. And make sure you catch up with the Ebola Soul, a mix to of Soul Music Radio Network on Live 365. We got some of the hottest lineup, including the professor on that network. And just want to give a shout out to all of you. Make sure you catch up with me, Professor T. Love. You can catch up with me at... Um, 6 p.m. on Fridays on prn.fm at 6 p.m. We're going to do a celebration of the birth of James Brown coming up this Friday. So, definitely. All right? So, Professor, we're going to bid everybody good night. Good night. Good night. And this is Love, Sex, Relationships. Relationships.